Hey everyone, what's up? It is your host Hoda. This is episode six of Intrepid Bodies. Um, this episode, I wanted to kind of just dive in. I told myself I was going to do a whole episode on intergenerational healing and kind of got it set up, but I am going to hold out on that um, because I have a super, super special expert who I'm planning on working on that with um, and just kind of creating. I think I want to make that a series because the information is really like thick. So I'm going to hold off on that. But um, today I do want to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is soul, family and tribe building. And um, there's a couple things that I want to talk about, especially um, the lens in which that I'll be approaching this whole conversation from um, when it comes to like your soul group, your soul family, your tribe. Um, I think like there are so many different um, definitions of what that could look like, um, kind of just running rampant around the world right now. And so for me, I wanted to define what, how, like what my soul family is, how they showed up in my life, and then how I felt incredibly motivated to tribe build once I met a lot of people who were part of my soul family. So we gonna go ahead and get started. I hope you get comfortable. Go ahead and get yourself a cup of tea. Go ahead and roll yourself something. Get cozy. Um, if you are about to exercise while you're listening to this, go ahead and strap your sneakers on extra tight. Um, again, make sure you put the kids to bed because none of my episodes are ever clean. So let's dive in, shall we? <laughs> Peace. Hey guys, what's going on? We talking about soul family, ay. Talking about that tribe building today, ay, ay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to chill out. Hey, you guys. So this is episode six of Intrepid Bodies. Uh, you guys, can we just tip it off for my like consistency? Because <laughs> I will say that is like one of my biggest fears when I was starting this podcast. I'm like great you know everyone was like Hoda you should start a podcast Hoda Hoda you should start a podcast Hoda wait do you have a podcast and I'm like yeah that sounds a great idea love but um how do I keep up with that right so one of my biggest fears walking into this like platform was like I don't know how consistent my content is gonna be because honestly like I see the girls I see the girls out there and I admire you all like lord I bow to a lot of you because I'm like the level of consistency that you guys have with like just producing content and creating healing creating medicine um I just am so proud of everyone else who's in my field and I'm definitely learning and taking notes and so I just wanted to create space to shout my own self out for committing and sticking to this practice because it has been one of the most profound ways that I've been able to tribe build and create even more closeness within my soul family. So all of this has so much to do with like everything and it's just so deeply connected in the sense that like this podcast is has a lot to do with my own personal purpose and it also has um, a lot to do with just kind of like me being active and activating my throat chakra and being like a really active voice in my community um which I do usually because anybody who knows me knows that I'm I'm just like very active on the ground level um in my local community in the sense of just like creating groups creating um friendships creating connections like I just I remember the idea of networking being so alive to me before I even knew what networking was like um 
I know, um, for example, like during my freshman year of, of college, I created, I went to a small local university, um, here that in New Orleans, go Wolfpack. Um, and (laughs) so in that university, I was able to like on the onset, create so many great connections and just meet so many people. Um, and what was always uncanny about my connections with people. And this is just something that is true for my entire life. Like, I never meet people frivolously. Um, So what I mean by that is that I connect with people and I'm really quickly able to see why why we're in each other's lives, right? Like, whether it's for, like, to talk about job opportunities, to talk about um, different organizations to get involved in, about um, just advice. Like, me and that person might be going through exactly the same thing at the same time. And so I remember that... um, realizing that and recognizing that um I was like going into my freshman year of college really really confidently and so all that to say is that I went into that world just really ready and willing and open and trying to connect with people and so therefore like to this day so many of the people that I know from my first and second year of undergrad I am still cool with to this day Um, because yeah, just like the nature of connection, right? Like I think that for me, at least I know it's occurred for me in this way that I find it really easy to connect with a lot of people. Um, it might have to do with a lot of the fact that I moved around a lot as a child. I have a very adaptable, uh, personality. Um, so with that, it's really easy for me to like find that initial spark of connection with people um because like yeah I genuinely love people okay (laughs) I genuinely like I care like when I say that like when I ask people how they're doing I don't do it in passing like I want to know when I ask people how their weekend is going I'm being sincere so like connecting with people has been very easy for me because I also am able to just keep up with people really easily um so Anyways, I bring that up because a lot of um, a lot of that actually helped aid me in terms of like tribe building and like really, especially when I came into my mid 20s and I started kind of having my spiritual awakening. I'm just like, all right, where who are the people of my am? <laughs> like, who are the people I'm supposed to fuck with, you know, and and so that journey took me a lot of places I will say that and so um I've always just been interested in terms of creating community of like being around people who are different than I am and so the reason why I bring that up and why that's so important when it comes to um recognizing who who your friends and associates are and then also creating a lens for for being able to spot view and create closeness with those who you consider your soul family and i think the difference for me was that people who i could associate with and be friends with were people who were exactly like me like we mirrored each other like you know like no tomorrow it was really easy for me to to become cool with those people and likewise because we just already had so much in common and then especially when you're a child like in high school and middle school that is some of the main ways in which we connect with one another is to just kind of gather associates and people from like you know our classes the clubs that we're involved in the places that we work so like our circles are are kind of dictating 
who we end up spending more time with but then as we get older of course with more discernment more choice we're able to see that okay wait like I can actually have more of a say and more of a choice in who I actually want to be around right and then that's when for me like soul family came into the picture where I was like all right I have all these associates all these people that I've been super cool with since college it's really natural like I can go to any job and be cool with people but who what people are going to fill my soul up right and so the basis and the values were different and they still are right so the people who are my friends and associates and people who I'm friendly with like those don't my standards for those people are really not that high right like I'm like as long as we can get along you ain't (laughs) you ain't crossing me or nothing saying I'm foolish out the side of your neck we could click we cool bro like you know what I'm saying like I see a lot of these dynamics in the workplace especially you know where I like get really close with my colleagues we like create dynamics and little containers for each other of like safety and like girl I got your back and like you need me to go grab you some coffee or like I'm going to go grab some lunch like it's just really easy for me to create those dynamics and the values that those relationships that consist of are a little bit more surface level and I'm okay with that right and it's the same thing with a lot of other people that I like have professional relationships with and that I've networked with like I understand that me and those people have like like interests because we're probably heading in the same direction and that's okay with me but then when I swing the pendulum the other way perspective wise and I think about the people who are part of my soul family and who are part of my tribe the standards are a little bit different and rightfully so and like those standards look a little bit different and then that's where the spiritual maturity and things like emotional intelligence come into play because I had to recognize like it took me a while but I had to recognize that the people who were part of my soul family were actually a lot different personality wise like their where they've been in their lives like the tools that they have are actually vastly different than me and I was like wait a minute (laughs) I had to kind of like legitimately uproot and kind of like adjust my lens because for the longest time I thought the apex of friendship was likeness and and then I realized that the apex of of relationship for me became where I could rightfully mirror another person and they could mirror me in our differences and like create like appreciation for the other person in, in the places in which they're different than me right and I'm, I'm not talking about like fundamental differences I'm talking about like personality differences I'm talking about love language differences I'm talking about um, bandwidth differences right so like the way that somebody's day is paced right so these 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 values that are that cause a person to live their life in a way that looks different than yours I found that I actually have greater appreciation for people in my life when when they're like on their own shit (laughs) for lack of better words and that's one thing that's unanimous across the board um for everyone who's part of my soul family right like what it what it looked like for me like those people who are a part of my soul family what how they show up as is uh totally sovereign people who are like their own spinning universes who legitimately are like in their own orbit right like they're their own field of energy and like there's like 
zero interference unless it's consensual between me and that person and so that is a staple of like my soul relationships of like my soul family familiar relationships in my tribes is that we have incredible boundaries <laughs> we have incredible boundaries with one another and we also have a lot of space for one another um and that's one thing that just lets me know that the person that I'm like around and that I'm vibing with that's how I know like this is a little bit more than friendship when like there's just this unconditional amount of space um to be myself and vice versa with with that person right um and then also another staple is like mirroring mirror work um which looks like me and and that person or the party um who's part of my soul tribe the way that it shows up is that um me and that person may have walked similar paths in lives in life and so the work that we're there to do with each other within our soul tribe is to create more context and richness in our soul stories so for example somebody who might be like my friend or who i'm friendly with or who i'm an associate with we might have walked very similar life paths but the difference between that person or maybe even me right let's say that that person who is a friend to me they come to me we've walked similar paths in our lives and they're at a place where they're ready to do something about that changing their story ready to transform ready to level up and I might not be and that's an indication to me that like we're meant to be just associates and that this connection kind of begins and ends here whereas in my tribe and my soul family there is more of that readiness to level up together and that's something that I noticed with um my soul family is that whenever my soul family or like a member of my soul family is like upgrading it's almost like I can feel it it's almost like I know it and so like if I'm preparing to talk to them or if I'm like oh I'm gonna check in with so-and-so this week and I know that like we're both aware we're, we're we're consensually agreeing to be each other's like soul family like it is the mirror work is unbelievable because if we haven't already experienced the same thing like in totally different timelines at the same time together you better be damn sure that me and that person will get on the phone and it's like they're the person who's had the real life experience and they're ready to level up and I'll be the person who has like the notes and I'm fanning their flame and I'm ready to level up with them so there's more of a dynamic vital energy exchange where it's almost like hey (laughs) like that person's checking in with me or another person in the soul family to be like hey you guys like we got this this coding this download we're ready to we're ready to level up you know and so that's one thing that's definitely a staple of a lot of my soul friendships and my tribes is that we usually level up together we're usually growing and learning the same lessons together and it's something that um I had to like tune into and recognize and I was like okay like this is because like we're not like our hearts are all connected with one another you know and that's how I that's how I understand tribe and that's how I understand um soul families is that it's this community of people who have agreed on a soul level to come and play on in this physical world in a with with the same like imprinting and the same like trajectory that you might have and at the same time with the same like level of free will activated to make the the pivots and the changes necessary 
on the road that you guys are navigating. And like, I, I just think it's one of the most beautiful things because um, one of the things that I actually had to go through <laughs> because life is always initiating us, right? Before we can dance and play in an awareness before I came into the place of being like oh my gosh there are people here who are ready to like play and and enjoy life the way that I am like oh my goodness before I could get to that crescendo I had to experience what was at the time like a really tough initiation and that was uh like splitting in a chasm of a friendship that I actually believed was like soul family and that was like tribe right and so this kinship wasn't easy for me to lose it wasn't easy for me to walk away from either um and so I say that to mention maybe I should have an episode about like how difficult it is to lose a friend um because I think there's a lot out there on like oh my god breaking up a significant other 10 ways to get over that but there's so much nuance and there's so much um there's so much to restore when you lose a sister like a soul sister um and and choose to walk away from that dynamic um it takes a lot of brevity and anyone out there this is total side note anyone out there who's doing that who's doing the work who's who's walking away from connections that are are no longer serving them or walking away from connections in which they've outgrown or who are walking into their soul familial ships like you are seen and I like appreciate you because I know that it's not easy to do so but it's also like something's worth navigating tenfold because what you recognize is that you are um implicitly connected to a group of people who are who have agreed to be with you on this journey so um and I'm I'm living that right now I'm actually living and breathing this reality um when a couple years ago, I never thought it was possible. I never thought that I would be in a place where I have upwards of 10 to 15 people in my life who are caring for me, praying for me, hoping to see me win, who are checking in with me almost daily, who are rooting for me, who are ready to like pull up the mirror and call me out on my bullshit, who are ready to connect me and plug me. (laughs) These are people who are ready to check me. These are people who are ready to grow with me, cry with me. And, um, I always thought it would take my whole life to build a tribe like that. I always thought, ooh, now I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> I really did. Like, I um, I thought it would take me forever to get to a place to build trust, to build up a reservoir within myself to actually accept those relationships and believe those relationships were for me. Um, and like, especially in the last two months, um, the ways in which these 10 to 15 people, these 10 to 15 tribesmen and women have shown up for me, like, I really, I, I can't thank them enough. And the, I just have recognized how palpable and how real the word friend is and the word tribesmen and soul family like how important these phrases 
are and how much they mean to me. <laughs> like, I think I can confidently say that my platonic um, and soul relationships um, have a bigger imprint on me than my romantic relationships ever will, right? And I mean, ideally, now, <laughs> now more than ever, the people who I'm romantically involved with are part of my soul family as well, but that's another episode. <laughs> but it's like, I have recognized that once I was able to confidently walk away from the illusion of soul family, I was able to walk into the reality of the loving arms of my true soul family. And these people are so different. (laughs) These people are crazy. (laughs) You guys, I mean, they are so different than me. They are incredibly dynamic human beings. They are real human beings they are raw as human beings they are the least spiritually presenting but the most spiritually involved human beings you know what i mean like this is like these people are like the people of my rib you know what i'm saying who have lived life and 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 have have felt the 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 experience of life from a place that I have, right? Who who speak my language. These are people who have felt pain in places that I've kept secret from others. These are people who will, who I might be struggling with something with silently and I might pull up on them and they're already in the work of healing that. And so it's like, I have the option to either get on the bandwagon or, you know what I'm saying? It's like, these people are so, I'm so blessed. I'm so Ooh, I'm about to cry again. (laughs) Because, like... And this, like, I gotta say, this is something that I'm really sensitive to. Because I don't think it's true, right? Like, there's, um... There's a lot of, like, programming in this world that tries to tell us that, like, we came into this world alone... And we're going to leave this world alone. There's so much programming in this world that wants us, that perpetuates loneliness, right? Like, there's so much, there's so much in this world that glorifies, like, the solo individual journey. There's so much in this world that perpetuates what it means to be, like, a, like a singular human being. And it's like, yo that's the biggest fallacy like we've never been able to do the greatest things that we've done like the things that are on record as human beings that we have done in support of life in support of one another in support of plummeting towards greatness we've always done together so I like it makes me it's something I feel very strongly about (laughs) that communities and tribes and communal living is how is how we thrive not just survive it's how we multiply it's how we touch the that that greatness the vein of greatness so that we all aspire to is 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 when we can like I'm not talking no kumbaya bullshit y'all I'm really talking when we do the work and we dig and we irrigate space inside of ourselves and and begin to give ourselves that permission to find those people who are truly meant for us like I just I believe in it so strongly because like I was on one side 
of 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 that narrative right where i was like nah man you really is every man for himself out in these streets like you really got to get it on your own to now where i'm like you know i'm i'm very sovereign and i can make a decision on my own but i i check in with the tribe and my elders first and foremost you know what i'm saying like there are people who who have lived so much more life than i have who i i defer to and rightfully so and i i surrender to that because for me for me community and being with my tribe and being with my soul family is where I am allowed to last episode was about like radical honesty and transparency but the first place where you can do that and practice that is within these sacred containers the sacred containers of these friendships the sacred containers of these chosen highly conscious relationships that which when which you have chosen to to participate in every single day though that's where that radical transparency and honesty first shows up that's where we can first practice it and that's where i've been able to practice it and that's where i've been able to consistently die and be reborn to myself again is in the hands of my own community so the reason why i wanted to talk about that is because it's been more of a concerted effort for me to define soul family and my tribe because I didn't know what that looked like for the longest time. And now with me reclaiming all my power, reclaiming all my time, you know what I'm saying? Practicing that radical honesty, you know what I'm saying? It's like I have the realest riders on my side. And it's like, these are the type of relationships that, and the friendships and the connections that have come into my life that have helped me upgrade and level up the ways in which I relate to love, right? The ways in which I relate to connection altogether have been upgraded where I no longer am worried about what can I do to maintain and make sure that these relationships don't disintegrate, but rather I just wake up with the intention every single day to allow myself to be the vessel of service in in my group that I'm here to serve my group that I'm here to to upgrade level up and to see the joy spread around in my soul group and in my soul family because it's like when I see that when I see us all being resourced and I see us all in our joy when I see us all in our power when I see us all in our authenticity when I see us every single one of us walking in that path sometimes it's it's like the reality is is that we don't check in with each other every single day the reality is is that we're not calling each other every single day the reality is is that we are implicitly connected to which doing that every single day is not necessary for us So when I tell you, like, my soul family has really helped me grow, they really have in a way that has been exponential to my being. Um, And yeah, this whole episode is just about why that's important, why, why it's important to do the work, especially like (laughs) they trying to isolate us, you all. But look, I've been I've been with my soul family and spirit every single day. You feel me? Like we are, we're in each other's dreams. We are in the astral. We are on the phones. We are building. We are constructing. We are creating momentum for the new world, for the new earth, right? And I've always been incredibly clear about my mission here. But 
it's so refreshing to know that it's not a solo mission. <laughs> it's it's so refreshing to know that I'm not on this journey alone. And so this episode is just like a rally cry. It's just like a deep appreciation to my soul family. Like I love you all to life. And I encourage everyone who's listening to yeah, to just step out on that ledge to begin imagining yourself as a part of a group of individuals who think differently, who move differently, who talk differently, who find interest in things that are differently, but that you are implicitly connected to in the heart space. Find those people, take those steps, okay? You know, you're not you're not losing or missing out on anything. If you if you reach out and DM that one person that you've you you've been wanting to work with or whose work that you admire you aren't missing anything if you if you like that picture of somebody who 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 you've been watching and that you've been um just kind of like learning from you know these these great amazing beautiful conversations that a lot of artists that we admire are having like you guys we are a part of those conversations you know what i'm saying these these platforms and these people even me my platform is in service to you right so you are a part of this. You are a part of the interactive side of this whole shebang. So I encourage, really, really deeply encourage every single person to meditate tonight after listening and to do some breath work and to do, I even invite you to do some tapping if you participate in tapping on the Lone Wolf program and just check in with yourself. Check in and see if you're ready to outgrow um, the programming of being solo dolo. Um, and if you're not, you know, like, bless your journey. Bless your journey. Like, I've learned so much. You guys, like, listen, I'm I'm a Scorpio. I am a life path seven. I, <laughs> I think I was, like, designed to be a hermit. But my every single time I like moved as a child or like um, experienced something that was really expansive like going on a trip overseas or something I just I always I was like nah there's something more than this <laughs> like this is great so like I say that to say that there's so much value in going within right but we're creators lest we forget and we create together we create best when we're together so i implore you to do some exploration on the lone wolf programming see if it's served you if it has bow to it release it and if we're ready to begin doing the work to find and connect with our soul family um tonight in your meditation just set that intention and and before you know it you'll you'll begin broadcasting the right vibration and you'll be like me <laughs> sitting here with this smile from ear to ear just remembering and recollecting the joy of all these hearts coming together um for many different collective visions and and finding finding yourself even even more deeply connected to life as a result of these these beautiful mirrors so if you are participating in the work (laughs) of finding your soul family or soul tribe or you feel like 
I'm part of your soul family or your soul tribe. You probably, honestly, if you're listening to it, I probably am. If you're listening to this, let's be real, we probably are, and that's okay. And, you know, like, I just, I welcome you guys. Like, if you're doing it, let me know how it goes. Let me know if you've connected with people. Um, Let me know if you've reconnected with people, too, because that's another thing that I didn't say is, like, soul family can be people that you've always known but have kind of, like, missed the mark with and you finally like see each other fully you know so it can just it can go a variety of different ways practice discernment be safe if you need an accountability partner i'm your girl thank you for listening and tuning in to episode six of intrepid bodies i love each and every one of you dearly take care of yourselves and peace